Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time Life from Craven Cottage. I'm pleased to be joined by Dave Hartrick of Opta and the Examiner. Um, Dave, I'm uh, feeling I'm, like I'm on cloud nine. The, the lads must be delighted. How was that one to watch at home? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Town were brilliantly organised, executed a plan really well, which I think we'll get into. And, you know, it was one of them games where lots of people, I think, look at that from the point of view of Fulham had lots of possession and quite a few shots, so they deserve something out of it. I, I don't really see like see it like that. I think Town was slightly ahead on XG, actually, um, because they restricted Fulham so well to, you know, shots from distance and half chances, etc. I I just, defensively, I thought it were brilliant. Yeah, it was from start to finish a really polished performance and, and game plan the, the way town went ahead and, and seemed to you know push ahead and, and get two up was something that it seemed like they had planned to do and that's easier said than done but it, it seemed to go exactly as they planned it, it doesn't often happen that way at Craven Cottage and, and this is a, a real collector's item that we should be proud of isn't it yeah it is um I think I was <laughs> Not to not to uh, blow my own trumpet, but I <laughs> I said I put in the predicted lineup speech yesterday. I thought he'd go with a four three three this time. I thought Russell would keep his place, and I thought it would basically play something like a sort of four four two slash four five one out of possession, which is what they did. But what I didn't expect, and what I think was really admirable, is it it sort of switched into more of a four two four when they were in possession. They really went for the counters at the right times. They only did it when they sniffed blood which is exactly what you should do. But they just pulled it off. They just, I think more than anything, this was a triumph of decision-making, Raj. The decision-making on the pitch from Towns players was was just absolutely superb. And that, that really stands you in quite good stead when you're talking about a squad and a team as a whole, regardless of where you are in the league, I think. Yeah, it was, it was an occasion where the weather wasn't the greatest. The you know the preparation was was you know slightly odd with the, the weather and everything like that. So, town seemed to not be flustered by anything as you touched on, and they seemed to to do everything and take it in their stride, which Fulham perhaps didn't. It, the, the, they seemed to be a bit slower into the first time, and they were they were coming into it a bit more of their own as you'd expect as the game went on, and town probably allowed them to. But it seemed to be a, an exercise of control more than anything else with the sales yeah I, definitely it was you know Carlos Corbran it's what he has always been all about it's what he sort of prizes among uh, you know above anything else and today really was uh as you said it was all about control that defensive shape at the back all four of those defenders me and Steve Chicken were having a whatsapp conversation during the game about the player ratings and I don't think you can give they all have to get the same mark because the, it, it really did feel like a proper unit at the back there. They were really in sync. And, you know, a word for, for Ollie Turton. Who oh, was, that's who I was going to come on to next, who, but you go ahead. A, a lot of people, you know, he got a lot of flack earlier in the season from, from some people. He's just come on leaps and bounds. Since Christmas, he's been really, really good. And today, you had him one side having what for me was his best game in a town shirt by a long long way and then on the left you had Harry Tofflow having his best game in a town shirt for 
I'd say probably a year or so. And the two of them worked their socks off and that helped their centre-backs who also played really, really well because obviously you're not continually putting your centre-backs under pressure. So, yeah, just a really good unit today, really good unit. One thing about Turk's performance that I, I thought was really pleasing and, and sort of went a little bit underrated is, is how well he goes forward and carries mm. the ball. He, he's he's very intelligent about when he goes and how he goes. He's He very rarely is caught out of possession. He's starting to defend really well. He made a, an excellent uh, last-ditch challenge on Mitrovic in the, the first half yeah. that could have changed the game entirely had he been able to you know finish and, and get his shot away. And him and, and Toss, as you say, but Matty and Lazy in the middle as well are, are all absolutely fantastic today as a unit. And and you know, we I think in the last episode we we said that Lazy and um, Matty maybe go under the radar a little bit today, mm. but Matty's got Sky's man of the match in his hands, and, and rightfully they're getting the plaudits they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's a man of the match. I think you probably cut straight down the middle because Tom Lees was was just just as good, really. But the thing, without getting too technical, one of the things about Turn is like Town's out ball is often to look left and then hit the diagonal right to Thomas, and Turn often can't do that his side, so he he can get caught a little bit deep. What he's worked on and what he's clearly uh, like since Christmas, I think, is the big difference of his game is exactly what you said, Raj. The, the ability to take the pressure off by carrying the ball 15, 20 yards and being able to do that and having the confidence to do that makes a huge difference because you're not just the ball's not just coming straight back at you. You know, it's, it's giving your defence a chance to reset instead of having to recycle all the time. And it's, yeah, you know, it was, you saw it today in the two centre-backs. I think they would probably both admit to you and the coach on the way home, Raj, that it was a, a proper, you know, a proper team display, really. Yeah, one of the things that, you know, the, the staff at Fulham and, and the, you know, the fans that have been going out have been talking about is how well-organised and how together the, the town team seems to be. And Fulham, with all the, you know, the class and, and talent that they have in their, their uh, outfield team. It, it seems to have just been expecting one of the the stars, one of the, you know, more talented players to just pull something out of their bag of tricks. And it was a a, a collective overcoming a, a, a more a team of perhaps more individuals. I don't mean to discount what Fulham do by any means by saying that. I mean that as a positive and as a compliment, but it was a, a collective overcoming, you know, a team that are rolling away with the championship at the minute. Yeah, and I, I think one player I particularly wanted to mention was a huge part of that because what what that collective effort was was to not give any of these individuals who, I mean, on their day, Fulham have got like six players on the pitch who can basically win a game themselves. That's That's the reality. And what the collective did today was nobody got time and space at any point. The, the you know the goal they got came from basically a lucky break from a from a you know a very poor shot, and that started with Danny Ward, who today I thought genuinely was near perfect. It it was basically a perfect example of how to play in that system away from home like that. In that. He was really good on the front foot. He got his goal. You know, he took his chance, got his goal first half. But the running as the first press to stop that easy out ball into midfield was absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. And when you set that tone 
in that area of the pitch, it makes it difficult to to build up nice and slowly as Fulham want to. And they've got players like Wilson and Kearney who what they really want is a bit of time on the ball to pick that pass, to, you know, to do the no looks, to to really, really enjoy themselves. And Wardy and everyone behind him just didn't give them any chance or opportunity to do that. They cut the problems off at source. And that was, yeah, you know, I, I, it's town's best performance of the season by a mile for me. And there's been some very good performances this season. So that gives you a marker of what I think about the game, really. Yeah, I mean, it's 15 games unbeaten and we're hitting a, a peak and a crest 15 games into that run, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's, it's not like anyone's resting on their laurels. And it's interesting you bring up Wardy quite rightly too, but Marco Silva in his, his pre-match press conferences went out of his way to, to wax lyrical mm-hmm. about him. And that's not something he, he has to do or he's just paying lip service to. It's clearly something that you know teams of this level are looking at and, and seeing how good he is at, at every facet of the role he plays. And mm-hmm. another player in that way, who, who perhaps, again, doesn't get the credit they deserve. And, and I'll say the two of them together because they, they work in a tandem, although they were a, a little more further apart today than they usually are, is Lewis O'Brien and, and Jonathan Hogg. Mm. I thought Hoggy's ability now, uh, his age, he's slightly reinventing himself, dropping it even deeper than he was before, splitting the centre-backs and becoming part of the five when he needs to. But mm. Lewis's ability to carry the ball and be the, the outlet and, and start the press and hold that energy in midfield is incredible to see the, the sort of the, the running statistics he must put down even in the 90th odd minute where he's sprinting here, there and everywhere is, is absolutely ridiculous. And, mm. and those two are the, are the real heart of the team. It sounds cliche and a little bit trite, but it, but it is true. Yeah, it absolutely is. And Hogg was so good first half today. Just, you know, it, it's, not, it's not even a dark art. It's a part of the modern game, really. Just knowing when to put that challenge in just knowing when to potentially have to take the tactical foul. He was so good at making sure Fulham didn't get into any sort of rhythm. And there again, Lewis O'Brien was was doing a little bit of what we praised Turton for. It's releasing the pressure by being comfortable carrying the ball at 15, 20 yards that gives players time to reset, that gives players a run on their defender, etc. And it, it it's the it's part of the process, but people have to understand that it's the sort of slightly unsexy part, but that makes the sexier parts work. That's the thing. It's, it's, they, they were again, you know, I, I don't, I can't give any player, any player in a town shirt less than an eight today. And I'd probably have given half of them a nine easily. I don't know what Steve's player ratings are eventually going to look like. Four or five that, knowing him. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be, it, you know, it's that, it's that sort of day. It really is. Yeah. We talk a lot, and we have done in the past few weeks when Town have drawn one all or something at home about how those sort of results can be emotional and you sort of 24 hours later, you, you get out of your system and you disappoint and it feels like a defeat. This is one now where Town fans and the players will will live in this and, and feel this and be happy with this right into Wednesday night in Cardiff at home. Cardiff are, are improved and playing well, but this is a sort of result that can kickstart another part of a run, get you know, another wind going up your sails and, and heading into a really congested and, and essential part of the season. This was the, the ideal result because let's make no bones about it. This had a potential to take the wind out of our sails and, and knock us back a few pegs. And it's done the absolute opposite and reinforced absolutely everything positive that we thought about ourselves. And, and that can only be the, the best possible thing for us. Yeah, and one of the things that I think it's worth saying is that I, 
I asked Carl Scorbrun on Friday to just go back to Sheffield United a little bit and what he thought about the performance. And we spent a, a couple of minutes in the press conference just picking apart that Sheffield United performance because I thought, despite not getting the result, I thought that was one of town's best performances of the season by a long way. Now, that feeling and that bounce from that has lasted into this game. And you want to, you know, it, it's like like Carlos was saying on, on Friday, <laughs> they want to play tomorrow now. You know, they're absolutely buzzing and desperate to get back out on the pitch and that's what you want. But I think what's really important to say about today in terms of going forward is that it was such a big result because Fulham have got every one of the teams around town to play. Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, everybody to play before the end of the season. And not all of them are going to beat Fulham. I, I would wager maybe only one or two might beat Fulham. So as much as it was a sort of semi-free hit today in some respects, getting that three points is a three points that I, I think probably at least half the teams around them aren't going to get. And when you are getting to this point in the season, you're starting to judge things a little bit differently and it is does get a bit congested. That sort of thing matters. Yeah. I mean, you, you touch on the free hit thing and I think it's interesting to make a, a point an attitude on the back of that because there will have been town fans, there will have been people, you know, other people in the championship have thought town have been on a good run now. This is where it ends. They take their loss. It doesn't really matter. It's Fulham away. Uh, you know, they, they don't really need to play for a win here or something. Mm. One or two might have even suggested you rotate a few and save a few for Wednesday night against Cardiff because that's more likely to be a, a place where you, you get a result. And there isn't one person in that changing room who shared that opinion at all on the, mm. on the basis of today. They came here thinking, and no, and wanting to win, and that's exactly what they didn't. They deserve all sorts of praise for that, but that underlines everything they've been saying in every press conference and interview about mm. how they feel and, and the confidence they have going into the rest of the year. Yeah, that, absolutely. The the one thing Town have, have got is a proper dressing room. You know, they are a, a really good good set of lads. You you spend a bit of time with them, obviously, Raj, but, you know, when we do press conferences and when we have other interactions with them, you can just tell they're a proper set of lads. The standards are exactly where they need to be, which is, is you know, like Premier League high, not Championship high, Premier League high. And it's, it's the value of hard work just gets you so far. And they are where they are in the league on merit. It's no fluke at this point. And... That performance, as I said, some will look at that and say, oh, Fulham should have had something because they had loads of the ball. I don't really look at those games that way. I, that is how you have to play against Fulham. That is what you have to do. You can't really go and like just sort of overrun them and out-trick them and outscore them. So you have to sort of play like that. And I thought they were really, really good. Really, really good. There's the uh, old storm blowing the phone over. Before we uh, get blown out of the stand, I think we should uh, probably call it a day, Dave. So thank you very much for, for joining us. Um, this seat's left for, for Wednesday night against Cardiff. It's a fiver in, no matter your age, no matter where you want to sit in the stand. And uh, hopefully we'll get the place full because these lads deserve it. Thanks again to you, Dave. And, and thanks to Sportsbroker for sponsoring the show. And we'll speak to you later.